Good morning, and welcome to Lopes on Movies. My name is Joey Lopes, and today I'm joined by Connor. Good morning. Hey, Connor, what's going on? How are you feeling? Hey, I'm uh, I'm pretty good. Uh, recording this on Monday. Uh, the Home Run Derby is in like a half hour or something. Are you excited for, for that? Uh, I don't know. I, I like I want to believe that I could get really into all of like the all-star break stuff but i feel like i, I just kind of don't care no 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 I mean, no one cares nah. about the Arsenal i know no I, I, like, it, yeah I, I know nobody cares but like I, I feel like it's something that i should have fun with that i should enjoy just because it seems like a nice spectacle and like the home run derby is fun and stupid but like it, it's just, it's just I, I can't bring myself to really really want to watch that yeah as much as like a regular that season i think game. would be really fun to do if you're at the event oh sure it's like so many superstars all over the place yeah Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the home run derby is fun because they're just smacking balls like non-stop Mm -hmm. into the outfield it's just Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. it's it's pretty cool Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but But, i mean to watch watch to watch on tv i mean it's like and they hit uh, another one and another one you know yeah i I really really don't think that does it you know yeah yep Well, what can you do? You know, we, we're, we're going to have a little bit of a baseball drought for just a little while while all this all-star break stuff goes on. But maybe that's what we need anyway, because, uh, you know, the Mets are bad. And that's kind of just our, our our situation in life. You know what I mean? But, Joey, it's the all-star break, and it ain't over until it's over. There's a lot of season mm-hmm. left. There is a lot of season left. And, you know, who, who knows? Maybe they'll turn it around. Besides, you know, the, 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 the Mets may be bad, but man, are the movies good lately. Um, was that an, an okay segue or was that really dumb? Well, no, I think you should have used my segue of It Ain't Over to talk about the documentary oh, It Ain't Over. Uh, I, I, got, I got you. So you were already doing a segue. I just wasn't really aware. Yeah, I was getting us right to it. Okay, well, um, so we're going to talk about two movies today, one that I haven't seen and one that both of us have seen. And the first one we're going to talk about is the one that you've seen that I have not seen. Um, and this is a documentary about Yogi Berra, if I'm, uh, yep. if I'm correct. Yep, and it's called It Ain't Over. Because if, you, if you're familiar with, with baseball or, or, or not, or if, I mean, you, depending on how old you are, you probably are aware of Yogi Berra. He had his, uh, his fame. He's almost more famous for... His, his the yogiisms which yeah are these, that's like, that's all i know know him for is really it? oh yeah so i yeah. i think this one would be good for you I'll, I'll explain it a little bit you might get a kick out of it so uh you know the yogiisms of course are like sayings that he's been accredited for not mm-hmm. all of them are his but they're mm-hmm. ones that like sort of make sense but don't really they're kind of like weird things that don't that are like that have like these double yeah, negatives yeah, yeah. and stuff that like yeah, yeah. like it ain't over till it's over well, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, like right. Or one of the, the the big one also is uh, if you come to a fork in the road, take it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what does that Weird stuff mean? Like yeah, it's yeah. uh, you know, he and he's he's got a, a bunch more. Uh, and then there's a bunch of like fake yogiisms that are like dumb that aren't his. Like, but the, well, I I always think of like the the true inheritor of the yogiism idea was Ringo Starr with all of his like. Like he, he, the hard days, night, and like weird things that don't make a lot of sense but sound good, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a, it's the same similar-ish era, I guess. I mean, Yogi mm-hmm. was doing it way before all all that. Well, I guess mm-hmm. I'm probably around the same time, actually, because, like, It Ain't Over Till It's Over, I think, came from when he was, like, the the sudden manager of the New York Mets back in 73, mm-hmm. where oh, he, okay. he, like, said that that line. And, uh, you know, because he, he took over managing the Mets, uh, like, because the, the prior manager, Gil Hodges, died, and he mm-hmm. got them mm-hmm. all the way. They were a last-place team. They went, went all the way to the World Series, which mm-hmm. is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, pretty awesome but yeah so yogi is known for all the yogiisms and stuff he's like this little italian guy who is like doesn't look like a ball player or anything and everybody commented on it. they got lots of really great former former players and like his family that were uh, commenting on in in mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. like Derek jeter the joe madden the likes uh if you're familiar with baseball you know you know who the who those guys are <laughs> um and he was just like the most prolific winner like ever He's, he actually won more than like anyone that like has ever been around, like even in Yankee history and just like baseball history too. But he's just so unsung, and because of his like uh, his his goofy nature, it like and it, like because he was so personable, he he it kind of like overshadowed what was actually an amazing baseball career. Mm, and, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, so like he was a catcher, he you know amazing hitter. I you know I don't want to bore people by all this stuff, but <laughs> it's uh, really cool to go like behind the scenes, like all of his like uh, accomplishments, the way he way he started off, and then after his career was over, he started getting into managing, and then even though his teams always did well, he never got any credit for it, and like he got he you know there's a big part where he got fired as like the Yankee manager after like a, not long at all by George mm-hmm. Steinbrenner and then he decides I'm never going to go back to Yankee Stadium ever for that reason because mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the way he was like fired in bad blood until mm-hmm. like George Steinbrenner apologized to him and did mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. uh it uh if I had I think the the documentary does get a little long at points uh focusing on the family a little bit uh more than I think it it needed to it it is mm-hmm. an hour and 39 minutes and I think that you could have they could have summed it up a little quicker but while like mm-hmm. it, it was starting to get me a little bit uh, the way they started <laughs> off the whole thing was uh, they did a they they went to like a, a, I guess a, an all star game you know speaking you know we were at the all star break an all star game from a few years back uh, while Yogi was still alive and they they were honoring like the four voted greatest legends in baseball history and none of them were Yogi Berra it was like it was like Sandy Koufax Willie Mays Hank Aaron and Johnny mm-hmm. Bench. Mm-hmm. And he and Yogi, still a huge baseball fan with his family, was watching the game. And uh, I think his granddaughter like asks him something like, uh, "Hey, are you, you're still alive, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, I think so." And then <laughs> like kind of like a joke about that, like why is Yogi not like revered as one of the four best mm-hmm. living players? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it it kind of goes into like he was his baseball career was kind of like overshadowed. So I think this this documentary mm-hmm. meant a whole lot for the family mm-hmm. and every and everything uh, behind it. Uh, he also has an amazing uh, museum that uh, I went to uh, over this past weekend in Montclair, New Jersey, where he where he's from. Uh, very interactive. Uh, they got a great great little theater in there that's like looks like a baseball stadium. That they do a little short short movie. They have like a, a little pitching simulator thing that's great for kids and stuff. Oh. And it, just a, just a great little exhibit. It's cheap. It, it's nice. Uh, uh, just a good good time to be had by all. It's it's a nice little documentary. I would recommend this one if uh, 
you know, if you like, uh, you like Yogi Berra, you like his little, his little gimmicks and stuff. Just a genuine, think, uh, just a genuine good guy. I think it was playing in like some independent theater near here at one point. Um, I don't, I don't know if it still is, but yeah, I definitely, I, I remember seeing it. So I was, uh, when, when you brought up that you had, uh, you actually watched the movie, I was like, oh yeah, I've heard of this. So I guess this is like a correct the record kind of documentary. So that's like, what it, that's what it felt yeah. like to me. Like it yeah. was, the, it, I feel like it, it it meant something for for the family, especially mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. the, you know. Hey, by the way, he was actually the best winner like ever, and none of yeah, you even right. care. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I think it almost means more to your legacy that you're known years and years after beyond your playing career for oh, something yeah. so much more like i i think i i think he's got a good legacy i, I think he should i think i think everyone's you know he, he's 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 uh represented very well in, yeah in time i mean the, in the, history I, I guess like it 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 depends like do, do you want to be remembered for like a stupid thing that you said and then everybody knows that as the thing or would you rather be not really remembered much at all but um, it's but the thing is though it's not that stupid it's just it's like right it, it's like, cute it's cute and like yeah, harmless and fun yeah. and like whatever it's just uh like i i mean i i personally think it's probably better to be remembered for for something like that because at least then like people know your name and if they know your name they might learn more about you anyway at some point or a documentary might get made about you at some point that people will be interested in seeing because they know your name so, that's right yeah there you go yeah but yeah, it's it's funny because I I really like know nothing about Yogi Berra except for the the Yogiisms. <laughs> you might want to try this one. Like I, I mean, yeah. there's certain things like he was a catcher. He was one of the best ones. He had a, he had like a base. He had one season where he struck out a total of twelve times the entire year. Oh my god! And he won like three straight MVPs. Like like he was a legit player. <laughs> like one of the best. Mm-hmm. Like That's ever. Crazy. Yeah, it's and it, like no one even really realizes. And he and and he's the kind of guy that I don't think really cared. <laughs> like he's just like oh, yeah you know I, that's just what i did i'm good yeah, well, that's, that that's that sounds uh i don't know i feel like i can picture the man in my head just based on like i i know what kind of personality that is you know yep <laughs> seems like a nice guy but yeah i'll uh, maybe i'll check that out it's probably going to come on streaming at some point relatively soon i would think that doesn't seem like one that's going to take a while to find some kind of streaming home you know what i mean um, yeah so man maybe we'll check that out sometime when uh when we see it coming on streaming um all right let's uh move on to the next thing that we watched why don't we uh this was one that i actually saw in theaters and this is another one that you know i got to give credit to to a24 for uh for I- existing in some capacity because even even though a24 has like and this is like a totally like internet addicted person thing to say but a24 has like sort of an annoying fan base or or at least the perception of an annoying fan base where like they're just obsessed with a24 movies and like real the only real movies are a24 movies and i you know the uh the ari aster movies of the world and uh like those those are the only <laughs> you you know what i mean right like I, a24 a24 has a cult sort of they seem to specialize in those yeah. like those like weird psychedelic horror movies and also yeah, really and really good like uh like uh introspective kind of melancholy stories yeah is that that right am i missing anything else i think you're right but i I think a24 kind of has a broader palette than people give them credit for like they they, i think people have in their head like sort of a uh 
an idea of what the typical A24 movie is, but I, I don't think that A24 is really that narrow in the things that they they manage to secure and put into wide release. Um, it, it seems like, it, the, to me, it's like every once in a while you'll get one that I just don't really like, like you know, everything everywhere all at once, not really my kind of thing. Even but, though that's the best movie of all time? As some would say. Uh, but <laughs> uh, Not, not but, me, but I mean just by Oscar yeah, wins. Whatever, but the uh, the the thing is, they will pick up small movies that otherwise would not get seen by a lot of people, and would maybe get dumped onto streaming unceremoniously, and then nobody would ever hear about them. And they actually managed to get them into wide release, like not even just like limited release in like theaters in New York and like you know major areas, but actual wide release. Uh, so this, this movie we're about to talk about called Past Lives, I was able to see in the regular Regal cinemas by my house. So <laughs> I think that's insane <laughs> and wonderful. You know, it's it's a good thing that we have a uh, a distributor like that that's able to get these kinds of movies into into wide release. Because otherwise, like this this market would get nothing like this. You know, like nothing even close. Uh, so I, I I have to have to give them credit. Because uh, th- this was a uh, kind of a really good movie, in in a lot of ways, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I know you, you saw it like like last week, the week before, or something like that. I don't remember. Yep, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you do you have the uh, the synopsis up, Connor, on uh, IMDb? Can you read that? Uh, for sure. Us? Yeah. Uh, past lives. So the summary on IMDb is Nora and Hai Sung. Two deeply connected childhood friends are wrestled apart after Nora's family immigrates from South Korea. 20 years later, they're reunited for one fateful week as they confront notions of love and destiny. Uh, yeah, I guess that's pretty good. That's 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 like sort of sort of right. Yeah, for, for I would say so, I would say so. And it was directed by a first-time filmmaker, uh, Celine Song. Mm-hmm. And I think it, she uh, she worked on TV for a while. I think was the bit. And like she uh, did. She some, did I, I think she did yeah. some theater too. Uh, yeah. Prior she, well, to she's getting... she's a playwright. I think is what what like she she. I mean, we'll talk about this, but the movie is very very heavily autobiographical in a lot of ways. Yes. Um, yep. So I think that. Uh, well, she she's a playwright in New York, and she's done a lot of theater. But I think this was her first feature film. Yep. Yeah. It was. All right, Joey. What do you think of uh, past life? No, like I said, I thought it was great. I think this is a. Uh, I've seen some people compare it a little bit to like Richard Linklater. Um, oh, and, do they think? Do they? They probably think it's similar to uh, like the before movies. Before, have, yeah, before, and, yeah. And like the the thing that I think makes it similar in in a lot of ways is not so much. It's it's not so much similar to any one of those movies, but all of them together in a sense, because th- this movie follows three different time periods, right? Or I-, I guess, yeah, three different time periods, more or less, um, where you have like them as children, the two lead characters who meet as kids, and they're sort of like, I, I guess it's sort of like a childhood crush situation where they- they're-, they're young, but they sort of have feelings for each other. But then the uh, the main character, um, she leaves uh, Nora, she, she moves to, to uh, Canada, I believe. Um, and then they-, they don't hear from each other for, I think, 12 years or something is the number and then they get in touch with each other over the internet um because this the, the the movie takes place very much in like a sort of uh i i guess it's it, it's a time period that's again like it's very autobiographical so like the everything would have followed the the basic 
like time frame from when they're kids it's like the the late 90s early 2000s and then 12 years later it's like the early 2010s which is right around when social media starts taking off right so she starts to just like look up old people as she remembers from when she was in korea and she finds this this guy that she was had a big crush on when she was a kid and discovers that he had been looking for her he just like sent a message some at some point like wondering where she is and then they reconnect and they talk over skype um, which I think was funny just seeing Skype because it's, it's like it's it's accurate in the uh, the details of how people would have communicated back then. Yeah, um, no, it was. But yep. uh, then then they don't they don't talk to each other again for like another 10 years or something like that. So you get this like three different time period thing, which is kind of the same thing that happens in all three of the before movies together. Um, and also it's it's similar in the sense that like the three different time periods deal with similar kinds of like the 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 effects of aging on your kind of perspective on life and how that affects the relationships that you have um and so like obviously early on it's very very idealistic and like even in the the middle chapter when they're a little bit older probably like college age they're uh they're still idealistic but there's this big distance between them so it's kind of like at some point there's even though they, they have feelings for each other it's like how is this going to work out and it just kind of fizzles out and doesn't and then later like another 10 years later they're like pushing 40 at that point probably late 30s 40 ish um and it's like reconnecting again after all that time it kind of like they're older and maybe more jaded and like they're they're looking back on their life and have a different kind of perspective and now this is like kind of coming back and dredging up old feelings so there's all that um going on in there which is again like similar to the before movies but also i think filmmaking wise there's there's a similar kind of understated uh like style to it like to to link later um and the the performances from the lead characters are very good oh yeah um, tremendous and, and so, they're, they're yeah. so good in all the like i mean really the, the our two leads um yeah play the the two parts obviously it's not mm -hmm. you know it's not boyhood where you follow them the whole their whole yeah. lives it's uh, you know they do a good job of like the after 12 years and then i guess however many years after that another another eight mm -hmm. years or something it's like another 10 something 10 or like whatever yeah. whatever something, it was something. i like yeah. they they make them look much younger and then older also even yeah like, yeah uh, they do a you good can job feel the passage of time yeah. it, it's as easy as just like the haircuts too oh <laughs> like yeah that, yeah totally yeah like yeah. that that does like so much of yeah, uh, yeah. Of, of transitioning yeah I don't, and, and you said uh like uh they're more jaded or whatever i don't even know if that's it i don't know if jaded is the, it's right, not the word. right it's not the right word but you know what i mean just in terms yeah, of like of they're, they're in a different kind of like mindset in their life yeah yeah definitely and then i guess the other aspect of uh of the film is uh nora has is married now married mm -hmm. to yeah. uh, an american a white guy mm -hmm. uh, in, mm -hmm. in in new york so it mm -hmm. adds another little dimension to the whole thing when right uh when ha sung go comes to the united states to uh to see to see her basically like he said yeah, it was yeah, vacation yeah. but really it was to see her before mm -hmm. like it, it, you get the impression that it's like before he was about to make like a big life changes for for himself mm -hmm. or it was in the mm -hmm. middle of like a cross crossroads i guess probably his own life in relationship mm -hmm. where you don't get a ton of insight into but you get it in their like their conversations when you see yeah. see each other when they see mm -hmm. each other like throughout the day and and mm -hmm. it what's amazing is that like their conversations are not like super deep or thorough they almost are talking about nothing but you can like, oh yeah, or yeah just anything like a lot of it is just like uh inconsequential stuff but you can feel it behind 
you can feel like everything but even without like what they're saying you know you, yeah. you know what i mean like it you, yeah. the, the performances like the expressions and the the, the how it was uh it was it, like it's so chaste you know i think that's yeah. a big thing yeah, difference yeah, yeah, between yeah. like the before series also or, that's like, true yeah, yeah. like it like there's well yeah at no point are these two characters ever in a relationship or anything close really like they they i guess you could say that they have like a very deep connection and they they like talk to each other in a way that like starts to feel very like intense but at no point do they actually like are, are they actually in a relationship it's more of just this like constant wondering between the two of them of like what could have been if circumstances were different um which is sort of like where where the title comes from where uh, they they talk about like in in other lives that they've that they've led with uh, the two of them could w were they together in a past life right or that, were, and that were that's called yeah that's called like inyun which yeah, is like yeah, a yeah. That, that's a deeply Korean like uh, idea of like there's like a, a force between two people like I don't mm -hmm. know if I'm explaining this exactly correctly but a force between two people that could meet at some point. That, mm -hmm. that means their connection probably means they met in a past life and mm -hmm. they might have they whatever their relationship was at that point you don't know but it could have been mm -hmm. something like mm -hmm. the fact that you're meeting now means that you met at some other point mm -hmm. it, yeah. and you're connected in some way mm -hmm. which is, which is a concept that I, that I do like uh, I'm not uh, I'm not sure I like uh, even this movie to fully gives you a deep understanding of all of it but it's oh uh, sure i mean it's a huge cultural nuance thing a, one movie couldn't possibly explain thoroughly but yeah you can but i think they do i do think they it, do yeah. a good job of like getting into that, yeah. that that whole idea and you can you can almost like even though you only have like a as a you know a foreigner the like to the concept you you don't have you can feel that though between just their chemistry together that they're mm -hmm. like they have some kind of connection even though they're not they never really had any relationship before you mm -hmm. know like they must oh, yeah, have had yeah. something like it, mm -hmm. it and they both have have that uh have mm -hmm. that there and uh, what i what i what i like too is how how real it felt how like even after they reconnect after the the 12 years when they're adults or whatever however old they are college age or or, or so mm -hmm. like neither of them was disappointed with where their lives were and and, and neither mm -hmm. one would have given up where they were to even be able to visit the other mm -hmm. that that quickly mm -hmm. like they were both content with where they were and it's just like the, the way that their lives just progressed it's like mm -hmm. when when this is going to be like a weird comparison but it's like when people watch a movie and they, they watch something like like la la land and they're mm -hmm. like like i don't understand why they just can't be together they have they have jazz bars in in France or whatever. Why mm -hmm, why do they have mm -hmm. to like break up or, or whatever? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's because they, they, they people have a like a, a deep connection with where they're where they're from or where they need to go or where their yeah, lives yeah, yeah. are going to take them, where their passions mm -hmm. are beyond just like the, the relationship that they have. Mm -hmm. even if there is even if it is a loving relationship, you, you know what I, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't know. If yeah, I'm yeah, totally. That yeah, that, right. that's that's the big problem where it's like neither of them is totally willing to like give up and drop everything for each other even though like deep down they sort of have these strong feelings for each other especially with uh with nora who like kind of initiates them stopping talking to each other at some point um because she's just like you know i'm i'm trying to build something here in new york but i, I keep catching myself like looking up flights to seoul but yeah. it's like, i can't i can't do that you know because I, I, she's she like has so much of a uh a a desire to make something of herself in new york but 
just like saying that and actually and telling him that and telling him that he want that that she wants to sort of like like break off contact for a bit is, is just demonstrating that she clearly has very strong feelings for him. Yes. and it's it's very heartbreaking that she has to do that. Um, and it's it's like it it, it makes the situation when they they reconnect you know, so many years later, even more just like fraught with such a strange dynamic, especially since she's gotten married. Um, and like, it, it, I, I love the, uh, her husband because the, the guy immediately knows what's going on. Like, oh yeah. Well, and, and he's also a writer himself. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, so he's kind of like aware of all like the, like ideas that are, that yeah, are behind yeah. this is even a part it, it where he's, uh, character's name is Arthur where, where mm-hmm. he's saying, well, I'm just like the villain in this story. I'm like you know, yeah. two two uh, kids growing up that were in love, and then I'm like the one, the evil evil one that takes them takes them away from <laughs> yeah, each yeah. other. The evil yeah. white guy who who does yeah, this. Yeah. Like, but yeah. but like the reality is that's not how life works. You yeah. know, it, it and and then she kind of told him that too. Like, but like. But but she's not a hundred percent confident in what she's saying either, though. It's like it, it's not so easy. It's just like no, like, it's yeah, not. No, no, I lo- I love you and not him. It's not that easy at all. No, no, it's and not. It, yeah. but she, I think she, yeah. the way she more said it was, uh, "This is where I, this is where I am. So this is yeah. right." You know, yeah. like this is how I I got here, following all these steps, and this is right. This, this still the, feels the, right the, to me. The challenging part is like she. She, I don't feel like she sounds super confident in that answer, even though she does tell herself that and she believes that on some level. I think she's like, she doesn't know entirely either, and especially like at the very, very end of the movie, you can tell like how much this this whole experience has uh, deeply affected her. Yeah, um, yeah, and it, it, what's so good about it too is that it it captured the way culturally you handle a situation like this. Like Nora, by this point, has become very like westernized compared oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to uh, Hey uh, Sung, who is yeah. like very Korean yeah, and very like like, yeah. like uh, composed and doesn't really show the emotions. Yet he has he probably has more than she does, really. But it's not as like uh, expressed, you know. Like it's it's very held back, he, reserved. He's, his performance is really phenomenal i feel like because you can you can see all of the the depth of his pain and emotion oh and yeah, just yeah like yeah. and just the way he's like standing in like just the body language and like the way he looks at her like it's heartbreaking that's it's such a good performance from him yeah like, yeah it, it, it unbelievable, is like, he, really. like he's just uncomfortable like to even get yeah. that close to her like it's just it, yeah. it's uh yeah it's it, it's very good i mean but I would I would also say I the, the character Arthur is 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 tremendous and I I can't help but feel somewhat uh like it, it spoke to me cuz I am in an interracial relationship with a Korean Korean woman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and right. So and, exactly, and, and yeah. the thing and the thing that's that I, I I saw an interview he he is too. He's married to a Korean woman. <laughs> so No, yeah, he's he, he, the, he's married to Celine Song. The uh, yeah. she's 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 married to uh to to a a playwright like it's this this movie is very autobiographical yeah 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 Uh, but it's just but but like the fact that like he she found an actor who's also married to a korean woman so he she he understands oh is he also oh no he is okay yeah so celine song yeah yeah, of course this is autobiographical but he is too so he kind of like he 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 said that this was like 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 paid paid therapy for him yeah right like that scene that we're talking about when they're they're talking about this uh together in bed like he's he's even having his own doubts in his head like uh you know you dream in a language i can't understand you yeah, know like right. you're, you're when you talk in your sleep or or anything like that uh 
and and just stuff like that. And and like he also brings up uh, a point where 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 she makes his world so much bigger, and he mm-hmm. wonders if if she does if he does the same for her, mm-hmm. and like I think that's such a powerful part. And she's like kind of like. Jeez, she doesn't know. Well, what, yeah, she does. She doesn't know. Like she doesn't yeah. know what to say to that. She doesn't. She, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't it's know. A, it's, it, it's, it's a, a very, very well done movie. Like, yeah, the, it is. If, it, if you if you can yeah. stay with it and you're and you're good with like the the slower slower pace and the introspective kind of nature of it, because it makes you think yourself of like is how these situations would actually work in in, in like you know your own life if you're in the situation. I think you get a lot out of it. And then oh, if, you yeah, have, absolutely. if you can relate to it in, in any way, then I think you'll get a ton out of it. So it's uh, I, I think just like the the fundamentally, regardless of the specifics of the story, it's about wondering if things could have gone differently um, in, in your life. How, you know, and, and the kind of pain that comes along with thinking about that. Um, and ultimately, like this, this is a very extreme example of that with two characters who obviously have very strong feelings for each other that just like the circumstances of their lives could not put them together in this life but hey maybe in the next life you know you never know right and right. that's a nice way to think about it of, yeah. of like uh you know maybe there your connection is there in some mm-hmm. in some way mm-hmm. you know but yeah it's a very very good movie so if it, this is still in theaters from what i can tell i'm um, looking looking at it so definitely if you're uh you know, if you like things that are really good, uh, <laughs> go, yeah. go check this out in in, in theaters. It's a, it's a very, very well done movie. And uh, yeah, I'm all about it. So we'll uh, see you next week.